Last time on The Incorrigible Party. Dealing with the rest of the threat on the lowest deck of the shell sub, the party discovers Shaft's brother, Danzig, undergoing some kind of transformation. His naked form wrapped in a translucent cocoon in a barrel full of green water and flower petals. Unsure of what to do with him, the party figures out how to control this ship, dubbing it the Rising Three, and handing the captainship to Grimby Chum. Further investigation of the ship reveals a worn map dotted with crossed-out circles at various coordinates surrounding Aspara, miles out to sea. Falzern and Shakara contemplate its meaning, and concerns of possible search locations for the Tritons arise. Now only a few hours away, Grimby pilots the Rising Three towards Port Heraklion. Oh, what was that you wanted? More adventure? You got it. After about an hour and a half of, of travel now, you, you can see, even under the water, this landmass approaching in, in the, the, the clear ocean as it's still the afternoon, maybe running into the late afternoon. You can see the Isle of Heraklion, even under, under the water, approaching. I think we should chuck these bodies over the side. Uh, we don't want to pull into port. What? all this and sort of look around yes that could raise some unnecessary questions what do we do with the guy that I have here in tied up we should take him to the guards yeah I think the authorities in in, in the city here would they deal with him but what do we say yeah what are we going to charge him with yeah what did he do he tried to kill us. For no good reason. Tried to kill a bunch of heroes. That's all it's all about perspective, I guess, really. Yeah, I'm kinda seeing that's how I was thinking, Shaft. What are we gonna do with Danzig? Uh you know, leave him in the box for now. He's probably I don't know. I'll maybe I'll take him out and give him a proper burial. Is he dead? I, I can only assume. I believe you had made that assumption before. Yeah, but uh, this time it's a little more clear to me. So we will dispose of the bodies and Danzig overboard before making port. Let's, uh, let me take Danzig in and bury him properly. Maybe, uh, see if we can do the, the right thing. He was my brother. Once upon a time. Hey, uh, that'd be much appreciated if you helped me get these bodies off me, but uh, it'd be mighty hard to get a new crew and tie them on to the vessel with a, a bunch of dead ones lying around. Alright, I'll go over and start dragging one of them across. And, and Grimby slows slows the the, the this, uh, this shell sub to a, a stop and, you know, Pop the hatch, <laughs> pop the hatch back, and the the top raises as you see sunlight again pouring down the steps that lead to the top deck once again. I go see if there's a mop somewhere and say, "Hey, have your occultist buddy mop up the blood of his dead buddies. That'll give him something to do." As if he would do it. <laughs> well, he can either do it or he can join him. 
Wow, Shaft, that's very... Cold. Yeah. I mean, look, he was just about ready to kill all of us, like you say. I agree, but... He is not trying to kill us now. Maybe I'm being too hasty. Hey, pal. Do you mind swabbing the deck here and helping us out? You'll get no help from me. Huh, okay. I lay the bucket down and go over and pull another body and chuck it over the side. But yeah, I'll help you clean up. I want to go down to Danzig's tub and look in at Danzig again. I was going to say, Falzerin wants to... Uh, I think what he saw of Danzig wasn't convinced that he was dead. So you also want to go check in, check in on him? Yes. You're going down on your own? I will, I will you... say, you know, no, I am. As, as you guys have seen him, you, know, you can tell from looking at me, I'm not very strong. I can maybe come up and help wash the deck once you get rid of the bodies. I'm going to go check around, make sure we're not missing any gold or any uh, items that are in the ship. Whatever you say, and like Mia's mopping the deck already. She took the mop when the guide refused to. Shakara's just going to walk down. She's not going to say anything. She's just going to walk down there. Mia's just oblivious. She's like up there whistling, like, you know, she's just happy. <laughs> and Grimby is also aiding uh, in, in, you know, the, the cleanup here, the massacre cleanup. <laughs> Shakara and Falzer, and you, you know, you pull up the, the cover that you had put over the large barrel, basically, in which Danzig was housed. And you see that as far as him being in this translucent cocoon, um, that hasn't changed. And you see that the in the water, the, the, the flower petals are no longer in, in the water around his body. And he still seems to be unconscious in this, this, this sack, this cocoon thing. Can we tell if he's breathing? Uh, you can see a, a light you know, chest movement, very shallow breathing. Falzerin, the petals are gone. Yeah, I didn't get the impression that he was he was dead last time I got just a brief look at him, and it, it looks like his chest is moving, and I don't think he is dead. I don't believe so, either. This liquid that he's in is just clear, like, water? Uh, no, if you recall, it was it looked more like brine, and it smelled of, like, rotting fish. I'm going to take out a flask and fill it with the liquid he's in. I think Campbell will be interested in this. Yes, you're, you're probably right. He might be able to discover uh, what's going on with, with this suspension uh, that Danzig's in. How far did you say we are from Heracleon, give or take? Well, now the island's within sight, so you're, like, within half an hour of it as you've stopped on the the approach to it. I think Falzerin would like to take his staff and stick it into the water a little bit and just nudge Danzig a little bit, see if there's any response. And you get no response. Hmm. What do we do? I don't know. I feel... I feel torn, like, I, I think Shaft has a right to have some say in, in Danzig's outcome, but I don't know if there's any saving him from this state that he's in or not. I do not believe we can kill him, yet we cannot allow him to live, either. I don't know. It almost seems uh, like a more of a kind thing to do, to 
to let him pass and instead of carry on into whatever thing he's becoming. But I'm not certainly wanting to be part of killing him. He's defenseless. Let us remove him from this barrel. He needs to come out one way or the other. I, I you think Sha- well, what's Shaft going to think about that, Shikara? I don't know. I, you think he's going to be mad that we're messing around with his brother? I do not believe that Shaft would have final say in this. This is a bigger matter than just bloodlines. You've got a point, but I, I want to respect, you know, I want to respect the fact that Shaft If is you his will brother. not help me, I shall do it myself. And I reach my hands in and start grabbing to pull Danzig out. Shikara instantly turns into a fish. <laughs> <laughs> Shaft, could you roll me... Could you roll me um, an insight check, please? Thirteen. So as you are going about, you know, helping clear these these bodies, you, you do notice that, you know, Shakar and Falzern have, have slinked off for a number of minutes now from this kind of mid-deck in which where the helm is. And, you know, moving from there to the top deck to throw bodies overboard, you, you can discern that they are below deck. Have we, uh, have we chucked most of the bodies? I can't remember how many there were, but, uh, you know, like how long would it take to chuck all the bodies? Yeah, well, with the uh, about ten or so on, under in the boat itself, plus the uh, roughly dozen of the, the actual drowned up on the top of the deck, it would certainly take you probably maybe 20 to 30 minutes to drag them up and heave them over. Okay, so while Mia is throwing some bodies over the uh, the edge of the boat on the far side, I'm going to grab Surma, you know, by the the wrist and start dragging her over to the opposite side of the boat. And as I'm getting ready to sort of lay her over the side, I'm going to try to look in her pockets and see if I find anything. And you do find two items. You find a small cloth bag. It's cinched tight kind of knotted with this white rope holding it even if when it's closed it has the very faint scent of, of the sea and the rotting fish very similar to what the smell emitting from Danzig's barrel you also find her wand this curled wooden carved tentacle looking thing of which you are familiar with yeah yeah I'm going to take that and the bag, and try to you know stick it down in into one of my pouches. Are they, is it small enough I can conceal the the wand without anybody being able to see it, like down in my pants? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. And the 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 bag is it would fit in the palm of your hand. It's like a it's about the size of a small coin bag, basically. Well, luckily we're on the sea, so nobody will smell anything too. There you go. On me. So yeah, I'll put that in in my pocket. I think uh, I think I would probably continue to work I think I'll throw a couple more bodies over and then then probably go down and try to get some of the bodies from inside the boat. So Shikara can you make me a strength check please? 12. You can certainly get your hands into the water and pick up Danzig as he is only a halfling so it's not like a full uh, you know like a six foot tall person that you're pulling out of and you wrap your hands around it and the this cocoon this translucent 
it's almost like this layer of slime. Um, it's very slick, but you are able to get your hands over him, lift him up and out of the water. As you do so, there still seems to be no response physically from Danzig himself. Shakara, Shaft is my friend. I don't think this is a respectful thing to do. I am not going to kill him. Yet we cannot leave him here. One way or another, he has to come out of the barrel. I, I guess. I mean, I just... I think Shaft should be involved in this decision. I shall take him up to Shaft, then. Okay. Shaft... Shaft can be kind of grumpy sometimes. I'm just warning you. Okay. So I'll pick Danzig up, sling him over my shoulder, and carry him up to the mid-deck. And you get up one level and basically immediately spot Shaft tugging on one of these cultist bodies. And Shaft, you see now that Danzig slung over Shakara's shoulder. Shaft, Danzig hey. is not dead. Hey, hey, hey. That one doesn't go over the side. Let's put him back. I was not going to throw him over the side. What are you doing with him? We need to take him off the boat. We will. I just... We don't know what's... I, I, I mean, he could be dead. He could be in some kind of stasis. If you take him out of the barrel, you might be killing him. Why are you trying to kill my brother? I am not trying to kill your brother. Uh, look, with, with the utmost respect, please put my brother back in the coffin. I do not believe barrel. that is the best choice. And I'll put him down on the deck. So I'm going to look at him. Is he? Does he... I didn't notice before if he was dead or not. I assumed he was dead, right? Um, he was just unmoving and his eyes have been closed this whole time. So I'll, I'll take a closer look and I'll say, uh, what, what makes you think he's still alive? He is breathing. And you too, Shaft, you now see these shallow breaths, or, you know, uh, shallow rise and fall of, of his chest that you did not notice before but you also see that the skin around like in his face and at, at his extremities that it, be, it looks like it's starting to, to shrivel I believe it would be best to halt any further progress of his transformation so I, I pick him up and I look at her I sort of throw him over my shoulder and I said uh I'll say, I, I'm going to put him back down in there. You, you notice the gills, right? He's, he's already turned into something we don't really know what it is. He was preserved there. I'm going to put him back. And I walk down the steps. And I just shake my head and I, I wash my hands of Danzig now. And I take him back and put him back into the barrel. I'll take the flower petals out, throw them back in cover the box lid and retie the rope that I had on it before and cover it back up. I see falls are in down there and I'll go, uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm just going to take care of him myself. Shaft, I, I tried to stop her. I, I don't know what the right thing to do with Danzig is, but I think you have a, a right to have a say in it. I mean, look, he's obviously not a good guy anymore. And I realize that. But uh, if somebody's going to put him down, it's going to be me. And then I sort of put it over and I sort of put my head down like, uh, 
you know, I'm sort of distraught and let's now come with me. Let's go throw some bodies over the side of this deck. All right. And walk up, walk back up. When you come back up the stairs, I'm going to say, you are too close to this situation. You cannot see what best needs to be done. I'll just sort of say, I, I, I understand where you're coming from, but you need to uh, respect me with this. And I walk over, don't, I walk right past her and pick up another body. And you are able to clear this deck and boat of the dead slash undead and uh, get it looking a little more respectable. And Grimby's, you know, he throttles up the engine, closes closes the top again, and continues to port Heraklion. In which at full speed it does not take very long to reach. And you arrive at the port, and you're able to find an empty dock in which to, to park this long boat. Remember, this, this, this sub is about 100-ish feet long, 20, 25 feet wide. It's very, very long and narrow. You see that uh, the the docks themselves, which looks to be incredibly busy, unlike the current state of Pisces docks, where you know there's clearly there's no work going on in Pisces right now, after the the attack there. But it doesn't appear that anyone here either the news hasn't reached Heraklion yet, or nobody cares, as they are still going about their their transport and and commerce. Uh, so you, so the docks themselves are, are you, they look extremely well maintained. It's just kind of juxtaposed to the the shabbiness and and these rundown looking buildings that surround it as that make up Port Heraklion itself. Well, welcome to where I've spent the last half of my life, guys. Can we see the city off in the distance, or is it just a small? Port area. This is a small port area, and you can see that uh, this basically it's like this this island is in constant um, rise and elevation, and you can see the the clear the road that cuts through this port section, and far up in the distance at the what would be the top of the it's almost like um, it's almost like the entire uh, island is is a mountainous itself. The, the ground beneath you is very looks very barren and, and rocky as if it's just like this the island is literally just like a giant slab of rock that has been built upon and you do see some stone walls in in the distance for the the Heraklion center itself now don't don't be you know misleaded by what you're seeing right here I know it doesn't look great so far but once we get into the main part of Heraklion you'll be it's it's stunning. It's a sight to behold. This is not quite what I expected. I thought you were from here, Falzerin. Well, you've only it's been. It's a here. long story. I, I grew up on the mainland initially oh. when I was young. Is it anywhere I would have heard of? Well, Mia, I was I was born in Port Randis actually, um, and I spent a good part of my childhood there. But events led to me winding up in Heraklion and and spending most of my adulthood there. I I think of Heraklion more of my home than anywhere else. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. I mean, the way you talked of it, I thought you'd lived in Heraklion your whole life. A good portion of my life. But like I said, this, you know, it, it, it doesn't look too great from the view you're getting right now. Wait until we get into the city, you'll 
you won't be let down. It's it's beautiful. It's gorgeous. I'm excited. How long is it going to take for you to go talk to your buddies? Well, Shaft, um, I know you don't like to dilly-dally, but it is going to take it at least a day or two for me to go to the meeting spot and, and wait for them to come meet me. I think there's some things we can do with the time that we've got in Heracleon that would be of good use, um, good use of our time. We might be able to find out more about some of these foes we've come up against and, and the, the mysterious things that are happening on the mainland. There's a wealth of knowledge in in the library of Heracleon that just might be able to tell us something. Well, I'm not excited about getting back out there with that thing in the water, but well, you know, we need to let Grimby here know when we need a taxi ride back, and and uh, I'm not you know, nothing against your uh, your place here, but I don't want to stay here any longer than we need to. Yeah, I, I understand. I have heard of the legendary libraries here. I would very much appreciate some time there. I love books. You won't be you won't be disappointed by the knowledge center. It's it's grand. It's it's beautiful thing to behold and the books held within it are almost innumerable. You you couldn't count them in a lifetime. Very well. Uh let's be off then. Hey Grimby, hold down the fort here. We're going to be uh coming back here probably in a day or two. I I uh I'll be here trying to rally up a crew for myself and uh I wait for you. Don't don't you worry. Just be careful around these parts, Grimby. They're some of these folks aren't the most honest. Hey, well, uh, you know, I'm used to dealing with this sort of type. I tell you, I, uh, you just go about your business. I'm in no rush. I get uh, I get to know me boat a little more. Uh, get acquainted with the rising tree here. I'm gonna put my hand on his shoulder and say, I very much appreciate. All your aid you have given us thus far. What about the guy that I have restrained here? What was the plan with him? Let's take him with us. We're, we need to turn him into the officials here, and they'll decide what to do with him. It's, it's not our problem anymore. Grab him by the upper arm, make him stand up, and say, You are coming with us, and push him ahead of me. And so you go up to the deck again. Grimby opens up this top hatch. And, uh, you know, kind of basically split in two as it, it rises and hear the creak and groan of the mechanics of it as it opens. And you can see that, just you know, it, again, the port is very busy, but this peculiar ship certainly has drawn a, a few eyes. And, you know, people seem to be very curious. Uh, but being the, the city that Heracleon is, quite a few different curiosities come and go from this port. So maybe it's not, despite it being very foreign to as far as, you know, directly compared to a regular uh, seafaring vessel that uh, a lot of strange things people are used to seeing and dealing with some of these stuff. And you climb on to, to, to the deck and in, into Port Heraklion and, you know, that, like I said, it's very, very busy port still. There are many boats being loaded. Uh, kind of in the next bay over to you, you see... A, process of, of being loaded and you know very much like um, you saw some of you saw so long ago in Port Randis with these these kind of 
uh, pulley rope and pulley like crane systems picking up these large crates and loading them onto the deck and this particular boat there's this elderly kind of looking gnome he's shouting out orders you know he's barking out in this kind of this higher pitched voice and falls on you you immediately recognize this this gnome to be Alstoff Tinnerman for those that had met Rugar he I believe had briefly mentioned that a gnome tinkerer had helped him with his extravagant wagon in which he traveled and dispensing his famous alebender brews and Falzer and you know that this is that gnome tinkerer very well known for his crafts in Heraklion and as a, a wooden crate is kind of getting it's like almost like this think of like this claw machine kind of picking up this crate and raising up and uh, a, a rope pulled taut it snaps under its strain and this crate that it's loading falls directly onto one of the dock workers completely crushing them we see this yeah you basically it's kind of happening right in front of you and you see Alstoff he kind of raises his hands in his hair and is just yelling at the imbeciles manning this crane and cracks open on impact and it spills this these metallic contents and uh, from what you can see it looks like there's a series of like various parts and, and pieces they look some pieces there's kind of these circular they look like spokes like a like it would be like a like a wheel but without the actual like rubber tread around it so it's like kind of this circle circular center with these spiky spokes sticking out of it and uh, you see a fully formed actual metallic snake in this form of, of a cobra just again bits and pieces as it looks to be lifeless but barely held together and kind of under all this wreckage is the one splayed arm of this dock worker that before your eyes you see then this now familiar transformation from pale flesh to, to blue to a blue flesh and this long now kind of snapped in two fin coming from the forearm of a deep scion. What? I grab uh, Falzrin by the, sh- the sleeve and sort of pull him down and I go, a mechanical snake. And just look at him. Yeah, that sounds familiar to me. Uh, these Are these guys here in your hometown linked to the, the uh, paladins of Colstus? I've, this is the first I've ever seen any evidence of that. This is, this is bad. This is very who, bad. Who, who, who can you trust here? <sighs> Honestly, Shaft, I thought Brendel was the one person I could trust on Heracleon. Yeah, I, uh, I think you need to be really careful in who you think you can trust. Hey guys, that, that arm isn't an arm anymore. What the heck happened? Mia, I I think we need to be very careful about what we say here, if anything at all. Okay, well I... These guys are bad. So when the box falls, Shakara is going to first run towards where the box is to try and save this guy, if she could, which obviously she can't. But uh, then when the transforms, she's going to slow down and stop and then slowly walk back to the others. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and as you guys are kind of having this this whispered conversation uh, in viewing this scene, you know, the, the rest of the dog workers, they, of course, immediately rush over and you see Alstoff still shrieking, You idiots! What have you done? 
my my pieces! Pick them up! Pick them up now! Put them in another box! Get them loaded! He seems to be un, unfazed uh, at the, the death. He seems to not care much about it, but these other dock workers, they start picking up the pieces and they too notice this arm and many of them, they noticing it, they, they stop in confusion and you see one curious, more curious than the other. He kind of picks it up, grabs a finger tentatively and, you know, lifts this arm and kind of touches this this strange fin and they look incredibly confused as to what what is happening right now can falls and notice is is it visible that I, I can see that they're confused and they're looking at this arm yeah as absolutely. though they're surprised you can all see that they're taken aback by like they don't know what this is and mia looks just as confused because she wouldn't know what that is either hmm so so i look to shaft and i say the plot thickens I thought perhaps this was a group of of these creatures, but it looks like he was hiding in plain sight amongst all of them, without their knowledge. Yeah, maybe. I mean, like I said, we don't know. You need to be very careful in who you uh, relay information to. And do you trust these uh, these underwater guys that you're uh, friends with? I do. I, I think by virtue of of the the purpose of their entire race, they're, they're a good society that that only seeks to protect this land. But when it comes to any of the many people living on this island, I, I don't know who I can trust, if anyone. Would we be able to be present at the meeting? <sighs> I... Uh, I don't want to offend you guys, but I think I need to be very careful that there's some people with ill intent who, for whatever reason, wanted to get in touch with the Tritons, and I think it's safest for as few people to know as possible about how to get in touch with them, where to find them, and as much as I appreciate the help that you all have been, I think it's safest for just me to be the only one who knows that for the time being. Yes, you will contact them, but that will not be the meeting. You will talk to them at a later date, correct? Well, I'm I'm going to leave a message at a, a an agreed upon spot that that I've used many times over the past many years and and the way that works is that someone finds the message and knows that I want to meet with them and we we meet the next day. So the next day, could we be at that meeting? You know, Shakara, I, I don't know. This is this is a lot to think on. I've, I've got a night's sleep anyway, um, before I'll need to meet them. So, perhaps I can sleep on it and and let you know tomorrow. Mayhaps just one of us, Mia. Hey, perhaps. Shakara, I, 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 I hear your concern here, but you know, Falzrin's always been on the up and up with me and. I think that I, I trust him. And I think the uh, best thing we can do here is sort of be tourists of Heraklion and uh, see what we can find out. All get back together and try to put something, you know, put all the pieces together here. Did you, did you notice that big uh, metal snake? Yes. Yeah, what is that? Well, we'll fill you in, but uh, we think that might have something to do with the paladins of Colstus. And, uh, 
you know, not to get into any uh, conversations here on the dock, but uh, this might not be a good place to, to just uh, trust anybody. Leland, would I have known about the Paladins of Colstus? You certainly know of their existence, yes. Is that their presence, I mean, again, in, in kind of the, the northern part of Aspara, which, you know, where, you know, in the, in the Barrack and Drakal areas, despite not having a direct effect on those cities, the, the Paladins themselves have certainly left their mark on Aspara in general. So everybody will certainly have heard of or possibly seen members of, of the Paladins of Cultus. Okay. So I'm picturing all everybody sort of leaning down as I'm talking. Where, where's this guy we're taking back to jail? Yeah. <laughs> is, he, is he listening in to our conversation? Yeah, I suppose he's sitting right there. I mean, Shakara last had a hand on him. I keep looking at him. Well, I would have let go of him when I ran to, to potentially help the crushed man. He runs off and dies in the In that water. case, he was certainly trying yeah. to escape, yes. Well. Well, shit. <laughs> Uh, it was a captivating conversation. Yeah, we were why having. couldn't we have done this in order? Again, so retro, you, all three of you will certainly be able to react to him trying to get away. So we'll just kind of wind it back a, a teensy bit. Yeah, I, w- I would have tried to grab him. Sure, absolutely. The box drops. Yeah, so the box Shikara drops. drops. Let's go, the guy, and yeah. she runs. Yep. And uh, we're we're sort of looking at this mechanical snake and the guy falling down and this guy takes off. I pull my bow out. Alright, sure. You Those that would like to act can have a little initiative roll off here. I will roll just for Mia's sake. I would say Shakara could roll with disadvantage if she is going to. Okay. Well, well, Shaft, I think you're probably going to be able to shoot him. I, I don't know. I got a five. So did I. <laughs> so 21 for Mia. What's your What's your initiative bonus? I, you know, I got a plus four, so... I have a plus zero. Okay, so, Mia, you have a chance to react first. I would try to run and grab him. I would not be, like, hitting him, casting a spell or anything. I would just try to grab him. Okay, go ahead and make a grapple check. Eight. Well, you, despite him being bound, you still, you reach out, you know, a gauntleted hand, and he squirms out of your reach and continues moving. Um, Shakara, sorry, what did you get? 13. Okay, so Shakara, you're up. I mean, she's running the other way, though. (laughs) Well, I stopped and turned around, and I would see him running off, and I would uh, use command. I would say, stop. He must succeed on a wisdom save throw. You got a nine. Uh, That did not beat me, so he, on his turn, will stop. Absolutely, and he... He does so immediately. Mia is impressed. Shikara has got game. And then I will just calmly walk up to him and grab him again. <laughs> Shaft curses under his breath. <laughs> no, I, I think I would pull the bow out and I'd pull the arrow back and, and aim it at him and see that she stopped him. And then look at him and slowly let the uh, string back down and then put my arrow back in. And I'll glare at Shaft. We were not trying to kill him. Well, no, but if he was going to get away, I don't think that's a good idea either. I have him. I will take him to the guard now. I I say we get out of here. I don't feel like getting involved with 
with this commotion going on. Who knows who we can trust. Where do you want to take us, Falzran? I suppose, I mean, first things first, we, we might as well go to the city and... I can show you to the library if that's where some of you would like to go, Shaft. Is there something you'd like to see or do when we're in the city? Uh, I just need a good a good bar. I just need to relax a little bit. Okay. I know a couple. Is there good bars here with in Magic User Town? Of course there is. I mean, I assume you guys know how to party, right? Yes. Yes. Just wait until you hear the name of the local bars. There is a well-known establishment in Port Heracleon known as the Creepy Aura. I told you, Shaft. We we I in like Heracleon it. have the most original names for our inns and taverns. Are we sure we want to split up? Well, I'm not going to the library. Well, I'm not going to the bar. It looks sounds like we're splitting up. It will be fine. We are in... A very wonderful town, correct, Falzerin? It it is. It's it's beautiful and um, for the most part pretty welcoming. This the area we're going through, this Port Heracleon, is is known to be a little bit more seedy. There's some shady folks that hang around here, but in the main city, you should be safe. Let's get out of earshot of everybody and and make up a plan here. Yeah. So, sort of walk over so we're outside of the fray and go, I'm going to say, uh, so first off, do we mention anything about this uh, Kraken? I mean, it's right out there, and you saw what it did to Port Randis. I think we need to warn the town about the Kraken. We can tell the guards when we turn this guy in. One of the th- stops I, I intend to make while I'm here is with the elders in Heracleon. They, they hold a lot of sway, and... And what are elders going to do? We need to warn the people that can actually do something. Well, we don't want to invoke panic either. They have they have somewhat of uh, a governing role over the city of Heracleon. So I think they should be one of the first stops for me to inform of what's going on. And then from there, they, they do with that what they will. I, I, I just need a clean conscience here. I can't let Heracleon be subject to this Kraken without any warning. But we saw that thing that was in the box, right? I mean, how do you know you can trust him? I don't. And to be honest, Shaft, I, I don't get along with most of them very well. But if they aren't tangled up with these nefarious people who are scheming and, and plotting to do whatever they have planned for Aspara... I can't risk not telling them. If they are involved with the Paladins of Cultists, as sad as that would be, I assume they will try and bluff and pretend to be surprised about the Kraken if the Kraken is is involved with the Paladins I'm of Cultists. Less worried, I'm less worried about the Paladins and more worried about the Cultists and the Deep Scions. I've never seen one before, but that was crazy. What does the snake and the gears have to do with the paladins. I have no idea. So, I'll give you a quick synopsis of what we know. There's These paladins are, have created these towers that suck energy from the, from the ground. And, and uh, our friend Bren has told us about how it laid waste to most of the Falurian forest. 
And uh, what we're trying to do, what we were trying to do, was find out a little bit more about uh, these cultists. It doesn't sound like they're, uh, you know, helping the world out in a very good way. And these uh, snakes, these mechanical snakes, we have heard sort of protect these towers. And uh, so I'm just trying to put two and two together here. It looks like the people that are working here in Heraklion are supplying these things to protect the towers. Therefore, oh, wow. maybe uh, in cahoots. That's pretty damning evidence for sure. Yes, mayhaps we cannot trust your elders. That may be, but I think it's, it's good to keep in mind that a lot comes in and out of this port. Who knows if these mechanical snakes are originating from anyone in Heraklion. Um, and if they are, who knows if the elders are involved. If we can't trust the elders, we can't trust the guard. Are the paladins working with the cult of the Kraken? I don't know. I mean, my point is, we tell the guards or we tell the elders and we might end up locked away somewhere exactly. nice and dark. Is there any way that we could... I mean, if you give me enough time to prepare and study, I, I probably could cast a spell that ensures that they tell us the truth. Really? You can fly and call lightning and then you can make people tell the truth? Yeah, I can. But it's going to take me some time to refresh my memory. I look over at Falzer and go, Ah, this is better than what Bryn could do. <laughs> well, oh, um, Bryn. I suppose on our first day here, we can bide some time doing other things before we go see the elders. That's an option. I had another stop I wanted to make while I was here as well, which I suppose could also wait until our second day. I think it's only right that Brendel's wife find out from me that that he's no longer in the land of the living. Hmm. I think your most important duty is to contact the Tritons. Yeah, I think that's the sooner you do that, the sooner we can get the hell out of here. Please point me in the direction of the guards and the library. Yeah, why don't we start with that? Shaft, if, if you want to grab some drinks and some food and some entertainment, I can show you to a good place to do that. And I'd like to go to the library. If you want to come along, Shakara, that'd be great. When you say entertainment, you mean what I think you mean. Well, I, I don't really dabble in that, but, you know, if you talk to the right people, you might be able to find whatever entertainment you're looking after. I mean, you you know a place, right? I I don't, but someone I'm sure someone in the in the inn will. And I look at him, and I sort of look at him, and I wink, and I go, "You know a place, right?" <laughs> Chef, do you not think it would be wise for you to try and figure out what the deal is with your brother and how to best proceed? Yeah, after I get a drink, I'm going to go find somebody that might be able to help. I don't know. I'm not much of a believer, per se, but maybe give him a blessing and of some kind. I, I'll take care of that. He does not need a band-aid. He needs to be dealt with. Can you fix him? I cannot. Do you have something, do you have something that can turn him back into the old, my brother? 
No, I cannot. I know of no such way. This is this is Magic Town. There's got to be somebody here that can do that. That is all I'm saying. There might be, Shaft, but I wouldn't hold your breath. There's, there's not as much of that kind of magic that's practiced here, but maybe. Who knows? I can't hold my breath as long as you do. That's true. I'm very good at swimming and holding my breath. Okay, well, I will go with Shakara. Shaft, you're going to the bar. And F- yeah. Falzer, and you're going to the drop box? I do need to do that today. <laughs> um, but that will only take a short amount of time. Well, you know a place we can all go. Like, you have a place we can all go stay, so we at least know where to meet up. Yeah, I, 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 my, I mean... It's not big, it's it's nothing special, but we can stay at my place. Oh, you still got a place? Oh, yeah. Mom and dad's? No, no. In their basement? I, I have not seen my parents... They're from Port Randis. ...many, many years. Well, let's go. Let, I, I'm, I, for one, am interested to see what Falzerin's place looks like. Okay. I, I definitely <laughs> am as Elena. I don't know if Mia is, but... <laughs> Uh, Shakara's getting impatient. She wants to go to the guard. And that guy's still standing here listening to everything we said. All right, Shakara kind of like stomps off or whatever. Mia's like, wait up, wait up, I'm coming. Yeah, first stop, let's get rid of this guy. He knows too much. Shakara and I will go get rid of him right now. I think we have to kill him now, to be honest. (laughs) Yeah, I I look at Shakara and go, eh, I mean, I... He's, he does do a lot. I wonder if I can use command to make him forget. I don't think it works that way. He'd forget for the duration of the spell. If I use Eldritch <laughs> Blast enough times, he'd forget. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're walking away with him, so do what you want, but... We shall take him to the guard, and then meet you at the library. Shakara and Mia... Falzerin would explain to you that the, the, the guard presence is in the port itself, as the city proper does not have any, uh, any you know, there's no guard uh, barracks there or walking around guards or anything, as it is, it's a place of, of learning, and everything, everybody that would make it to Heraklion itself filters through this port. So if you were to turn this guy into some type of law enforcement it would be here in the port. Okay, we will head off to wherever that is. We'll find we'll find it. Yep. You arrive at the this guard barracks and this bound robed man in in tow and uh, inside there is uh, you know a, a myriad of guards kind of going about some of their business and they of course notice the two of you walk in in one turns to you and expectantly uh, <laughs> awaits a, an explanation. This man is the last of a group of cultists that attacked us. We wish for you to lock him up and see the justice is done. Uh, what, uh, what proof do you have that this man isn't the victim? As yeah, He kind of looks him up and down at his robes. Well, there's many in here that look just like him. This is why Mia wanted to throw him overboard. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, um, 
You will have to take my word for it. My name is Shakara. I come from north of Port Randis. We came to Heraklion to warn you there is a kraken in the ocean. Mia steps in and uh, feels like she's pretty good at getting her way, so she says, uh, Hi, fine sir, my name is Mia, Mia Brightwood. Perhaps you know my parents? Can't say I do. Okay, well, the Brightwoods are, are pretty famous on the mainland. Um, not trying to use my name for anything other than it is, but I mean... I mean, I don't know if you can tell by looking at us, but we are extremely tired, we've been through a lot, and we we had such a long, treacherous journey, and we were attacked by these cultists. I mean, I don't have any other proof, but you have to believe us. And the bound cultists, no, 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 no. these people attacked me, I, I was just... In the in the in the in the port, and and, and they, they they jumped me, and they, they stripped me of my belongings. Mio, why don't you go ahead and roll a contested your persuasion versus his deception? That would be twenty. Well, he only rolled he only rolled a thirteen. So this guard, he kind of looks back and forth between the two of you. And... Like he looks like crap, and I look nice. Okay, so I'm like smiling. And he kind of. You know, the, this cultist was you know, very, very quick and a little little shrill and, and kind of frantic, but it seems like it's very clearly some type of, of ruse that this man, and you seem much more trustworthy than this person does to this guard. Well, how long are you to be in Heraklion? Just a few days. And then we shall leave again. And, uh, what boat did you come in on? What was the name of the boat again, Shikara? I believe Grimby is calling it the Rising Three, but it has not officially been christened yet. Well, okay, well, we'll, we'll take this man into custody, but bef- before you leave, well, we may need to speak again for due process. Very well, thank you. Did you catch the part I said about... The Kraken. I did. Do you guys see them a lot around here? Well, no, of course not. I've never seen one before. But if you do have true concerns about that, then you will need to speak to the elders. I believe our companion is going to do that. Can I do an insight check on why he's so chill after hearing about a Kraken? Sure. Fifteen? You get the sense that... It's telling the truth when he says that he's never seen a kraken, but also that this 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 city is a very learned city, and even some knowledge, even you know, uh, of lores and legends certainly drift down from the city proper. And you certainly also don't know, you know, who he speaks to or who he has friends with, whether or not they be in higher places. But he seems very professional. And not quick to panic, <laughs> like some guards we may have met in the past. <laughs> so yeah, so less of like a suspicious, but more of like a personality type. Right. Like, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Shikara, we should probably not spend any more time here. Yes. Can you point us in the direction of the libraries? Uh, yes. You just 
take the hill to the city of Heraklion, and you won't be able to miss it. It's a large building in the middle of the city. I thank you. And I'll turn the guard, the coldest over to the guard. Sure. And you see him hand them off to, to a couple of the guards as he takes some notations, um, taking down your names and, of course, the name of the boat in which you arrived and that kind of thing. Shaft, where are you going? What are you doing here? I'm going to say, I'm going to stick with Falzern as you guys walk away and say, uh, hey, take me to this uh, creepy aura place. Can you show, can you show me the way? Yeah, um, Shaft, you know, there was one other thing I was hoping to do while I'm here, and I think you might be interested. In the main, the main part of the city, you won't find much for sale in the way of magical items, scrolls, that sort of thing. Uh, but out in the seedier part of, of the island here, with the part we've come through, Port Randis, closer to the sea, there might be some people that might have some things for sale. I'm not sure who that might be, but if we head over to the Creepy Aura, uh, we might be able to find a contact that can point us in the right direction. Would you be interested in, in seeing what we might be able to buy? Oh, well, hell yeah. I, I want to go to the Creepy Aura anyway, but I wouldn't mind picking up one of them nifty bags like you got. Oh, I mean, yeah, maybe. I, I don't know what, what might be for sale. I've just, I've mostly just heard stories. I'm sure we can, uh, figure it out okay so let's go i'll show you the way all right right behind you and the the creepy aura so the, the port heracland is not uh very large it is kind of really just a small a small cluster of buildings and various businesses related to you know uh, seafaring vessels and uh, nautical gear and that kind of thing but of course as every port does and should have there is an inn in which travelers can rest and, and lodge and the inside of the creepy aura is as dirty as and grungy as on the inside as it is as the rest of the port seems to be on the outside and you walk in and it does seem to be fairly uh, populated it's a slight human bartender you know behind the bar serving drinks and uh, there are, are certainly a few empty tables Okay, I, I'll sort of walk in and and look around the place. It looks a little scuzzy. I'll look back up at uh, at Falzern and go, uh, uh, "Is this where you usually hang out here at home?" It's it's not Shaft, but I think this might be the place we need to come to find the person the person we're looking for. So I go up to the bar and and order an ale. Yeah, make it two. Yeah, I, I got I got your Shaft. Oh yeah, two ales, eh? Two ales, thank you very much. And I'd like to just, as I'm waiting for my drink to be poured, I want to take a look around, see if I notice anyone who is perhaps trying to not stand out, who looks like they may be especially shady. Sure, make a perception check. That's a 13. Could you also make me a stealth check? Ooh, a 19. Peering around this room able to, you know, kind of shoot in quick glances with that stealth check, not making it entirely obvious that you are surveying the inhabitants of the creepy aura. You don't necessarily see anyone that stands out as there seems to be mostly, it seems like it's populated by sailors. There are maybe a few people in robes like yourself 
that may or may not be from her, this, the actual city of Heraklion, but other than that, it just seems like working class sailors kind of thing. I, uh, I want to say to Falzern, uh, here, let's get up at the bar here. And I sort of whisper over to him, hey, follow my lead a little bit. And Falzern's kind of feeling a bit relieved, actually, because this is, this is not his area of expertise. He's, he's been a pretty straight-laced magic learner, just studying in Heraklion, spending most of his time in the library. So I'll, I'll wait till the bartender's sort of near earshot and talk to him, and I'll say, uh, yeah, I mean, over in the mainland, you they have shops. It's called Magic, Magic, Magic. You can pretty much get anything you want. I mean, over here, it's, it's sort of impossible, but guy could make a lot of money here, uh, you know, selling some things. But I, you know, not, not, not that I would. I think you've got a, a good point, Shaft. I'm surprised that no one's come along and, and filled that need here. We've got a lot of magic users who might be interested in something well, like well, that. Well, as you know, that that kind of thing is frowned upon around here. But, you know, hey, I guy has a lot of money. He could, uh, he could really uh, cash in and just look around and see if anybody is uh, paying any attention to our conversation. Shaft, could you make me a performance check with advantage as Falzern is aiding this conversation? Oh, thank God with advantage. Performance. <laughs> okay, that's an 18. It would have been a 4. <laughs> oh, so, so as you purposely vocalize this this display here in earshot of, of the, the barkeeper, kind of you see him kind of slightly perk up a little bit as he moves makes his way back over to you. Oh, uh, how are them ales there, eh? Working out pretty good? Oh, yeah. Fantastic. I'm yeah, I mean, uh, I'm probably going to need another one here in a minute. Yeah, uh, you in the market for anything else there, eh? We, we sure are, actually. Yeah, I mean, good time? Uh, what do you mean? He just kind of, you know, just leans in a little bit, voice getting a little lower. So, well, uh, I, uh, I, I, I know, I know a guy, eh? You're looking for some type of the, the, the magic stuff, I, uh... I can point you in a direction, eh? Oh yeah. Tell me more. What's that? Uh, what's that gonna cost us? Well, uh, I get a cut any anything the guy sells, eh? So uh, it ain't gonna cost you nothing up front. Yeah, sounds like uh, you and I are on the same page. Where we meet this uh, fella of yours? Well, uh, why don't you two uh, blokes they make a way to the restroom and uh, you'll find your way, eh? I sort of look over at Falzrin, semi-concerned, <laughs> and go, uh, all right, uh, hey, Falzy, I'll be back in a second. Uh, I gotta, I gotta take a piss. You know, I'm feeling, I'm feeling like this beer went straight through me as well. I, I might come along with you, Shaft. Where's the pisser? Uh, that's the barkeeper. Oh, it's, uh, just in over there in the corner, eh? You, you see the hallway. Okay. So we'll go back to the to where the bathroom is. And as you kind of get up from from the the bar and make your way to the back of it, you hear the this faint ringing of a, of a bell. It's very dulled and muted, but it's very like imperceptible as you kind of get up as you see this barkeep's hand. He kind of reaches under under the counter, and walking down the the, the hall to the restroom there, 
you know, two two doors leading into into bathroom stalls. Do they have little pictures on them? Yeah, they have little little silhouettes. Yeah, exactly. Like one's got a big sturdy dwarf, and the other is like a lithe elf. <laughs> I thought one would have tentacles on it. <laughs> yeah, I think I think we'll hit the sturdy dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> Falzern reaches for the one with with the elf on it, just as Shaft is going through the other, and then kind of stops. Like, oh, oh, my mistake. I grab his hand. No, no, no. <laughs> I knew Shaft was a dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> and that's our ah, uh, whatever. Hey, incorrigibles, incorrigibleites. Definitely not Lelanders. Thanks for listening. We all super appreciate you following along with our adventure. If you could take a few seconds to rate us on iTunes or wherever you listen to us, that would be great. We'd love your feedback, and it really helps our show grow. And if you like us, recommend us to a friend. If you hate us, recommend us to a friend, or share us on social media. Leland's got so much more up his sleeves, and it's a totally original homebrew. We would love to have more friends following along. We'd love to interact with you guys on Twitter at IncorrigibleParr. On Instagram and Facebook, we're at IncorrigibleParty. All our socials can be found on incorrigibleparty.com. And on our site, you can get merchandise, character info, world lore, etc. This podcast was sponsored by Critical Hit Design at criticalhitdesign.com. Thanks to Tabletop Audio for allowing us to use any ambient sounds or music during our show. Intro and outro by Josh Jarvis. Contact him at jamesmercymusic at gmail.com for inquiries. Catch you next time. <laughs>